Welcome back to Friends Like Us. Marina Franklin here, your host. This week on Friends, we're talking about vaccines, pharmaceutical companies, the last OG. Also, we recorded this before the Ahmaud Arbery case. So, you know, there is some justice, but again, we were reading the tea leaves on the Rittenhouse verdict. Help me welcome back Mark Theobald, good friend of mine. He is a stand-up comedian, writer, and producer known for The Last OG, Delocated, and the 2019 ESPY Awards. He has been featured stand-up comedy on Comic View and The Chappelle Show. Noye Brown-West is back, my young star. She is New York-based Nigerian-American comedian and writer. She has been featured in the Boston Globe's Rise column as a comic to watch, and we agree, as well as in NPR, PBS, ABC, Sway in the Morning, and the New York Comedy Festival. In 2019, Noye made her acting debut in The Sympathy Card. Look out for her two new web series, Fairy Tales with Noye and Gay by Jesus. I want to thank all of our listeners of Friends Like Us. It's because of you. We make some pretty impressive lists. You can hear us on Google Podcasts Now, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. Review and rate us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and make sure you turn on that auto-download function for the Friends Like Us on Apple Podcasts. You can email us at friendslikeuspodcast at gmail. Our Instagram is friendslikeuspodcast, and Twitter is friendslikeus10. Become more than a friend. Leave us a tip donation by going to our patreon page go to patreon backslash friends like us special shout out goes to our patreon friends it's because of you we keep going merch is available we have t-shirts hoodies come on folks it's hoodie season coffee mugs face masks and tank tops all available just go to marinafranklin.com and weekly on my youtube channel i go live with my assistant Evelyn Frick and my wacky friend Dave Juskow and my new assistant for the Friends Like Us podcast, Regan was there. So it was a lot of fun. So check it out. We give updates to the show. We shout out fans who leave reviews and we have surprise guest friends from the podcast like Yamanika Saunders, Von DiCarlo, Ginny Saldana, Zainab Johnson. Oh, and sometimes we even offer free stuff like tickets to comedy shows. And with friends like us, it'll help you feel not so alone because more content is on the way. Most important, tell a friend you know to check us out. Have a safe and relatively happy holiday. Wash those dirty little hands. Wear a mask still. I mean, there is a new variant on its way. Not to be a downer, but it's true. So wear your mask. Get vaccinated. Come on, get the booster. And Black Lives Matter. Hello. We're just talking about like candy. Mark is eating gluten-free candy in front of me because it's delicious. He can, you know, the gluten-free thing. I'm confused. Can you explain to me now? Okay, before I start in on that, right? I mean, I already did the intro. I already told everybody who you were, but you know, Mark has been on the show several times. Noye has been on it a thousand times because she's reliable. <laughs> she's she's always available, and she's. <laughs> Honestly, isn't good. Don't be telling everybody that. But she's also she's she has funny. No life. He got nothing else to do. He has nothing else to do. She's always on. Show. She's funny, and she's my young star 
And she's also very informed. So all those things combined. Now, look, there's some other young stars that are available. I don't hit them up all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noye is definitely my young, my, 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 was it? My ride hard. Wait, hard ride. How's that go? <laughs> ride, or die. ride or die. My ride or die. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Or bottom bitch, too. You can use that. I watch a lot of Jocelyn's cabaret. <laughs> oh, I don't want to make you a bottom bitch. <laughs> Thank you for that. Unless you want to be a bottom bitch. <laughs> and Mark Theobald, writer. Oh, my God. Writer extreme. I mean, Mark and I have been friends forever. No, yeah. Have you guys met before? By no, I've I never met. met you know, I don't think so. No. What? No. Yeah, I know. This is crazy. Not at all. This is why we call it friends like us. We're introducing you. Hey, where are you from? No, yeah, I don't know. Where? Um, so I started comedy out of Boston, but I I grew up in the South a little bit too. I'm Nigerian. Oh, cool. So it's the name. Okay. All over diaspora. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Where are you from? You're from New York. I'm from New York, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, born and raised. Started comedy in Brooklyn and or New York. And uh, that's where I live now. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's where I live. I live in Flatbush. Oh my gosh. Oh really? <laughs> have you been experiencing all the power outages? Oh my god. We did not have power all weekend. Really? On Midwood Street. Yes. Oh wow. I'm giving my whole address. I know. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm, uh... You didn't have power. Yeah, all weekend there was a fire on the power line. It's been happening a lot, uh-huh. and they keep coming to fix it, but like it keeps happening. I don't know. I'm it's scared. Unvaccinated. It's those unvaccinated firemen. This is my theory. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, we- they want to be needed. <laughs> they want to be needed, and they're trying to prove that it's important. Their choice, right? Right. That they don't get vaccinated. So all of a sudden, I. Timing is everything, right? All right. The day after the mandate went through for the firemen, there was a huge fire on 120, you know, 25th Street. Old like places never had a fire. Okay. Manas, Uh-oh. which by the way, manas, I don't know, no one should it's like that was not good food for you anyway. But still <laughs> a huge fire. And I know this because, you know, I was on the community board the next day and the guy was on there talk because you know I have to I have issues with the biz the building, the restaurant beneath me. We know this, Marina. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's still happening. I can't believe oh. they've done nothing still. That's crazy. No, it's got it's gotten so bad. It's like, but the girl on the other side, she gets music that comes through the floor every, you know, so she's right above the bar. I want to go to one of these meetings. Because I'm really, I'm, I'm invested today. in this. Meeting. There's one today at 630. I want to like, see I you. In, I want to see you in action. <laughs> I have I have the link on Facebook where you could see it. It's live. You keep it. You keep telling me about these meetings. I want to go. I just want to. I have. You should see. I spent like I I go in. Yeah. See I'm that 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 type of stuff I like. Like I I had an ex girlfriend, um, and she was hooked on cocaine, and I, I started going to NA meetings with her, and I really got too involved to the point where it was like I I had to stop going because I got too much into it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah. All the drama? Yeah, I like? was all into it. Like, yo, you know, as a storyteller, you know. Then I, start, I started coaching her on how to tell her story better. And she was like, this, she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> this isn't a joke, you fucking asshole. I was like, oh, you were like, really? Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, you got to tell more. You know what I mean? You got to use more Oh, characters. my God. That'd be such a funny sketch. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually did. And then she was just like, I don't want you to come anymore. I was like, what? I was like, wait a minute. Wow. Like, That's like know. something out of Fleabag or something. Yeah, it was like, kind of weird, man. I was like, all right, sorry. Well, 
It's my fault. They are characters, these people. And these rooms for like AA Anonymous, all the... Yes, it becomes an open mic. It really does. Because I watched it and I was like, okay, you didn't have that last week. You're adding stuff. (laughs) It's like it becomes competitive. It's like it's very like... uh, Oh, yeah, that's what, and then I got competitive. I was like, "Yo, we need to add stuff. They're adding stuff." I try not to be like performative, though. I like you can't. I learned don't be funny, don't be snarky, right, right. Be like a lawyer. Right. So I wrote down a whole line, like I detail email after email exchange between me and the bar, which took wow. me about a good three hours, but I was into it. Oh, that. So you're purposely not trying to be funny, Marina? No, I don't. Uh, I, you're I just dead sh- serious. I, I could show you the link. Okay, yo, I, see that to me is going to be hilarious. The only time, the only time <laughs> that I'm, hilarious. I'm like, I kind of can't help myself. Serious, Marina. I, <laughs> it's hard, but I was like, they're like this one woman. Like, I was like, I was, like, and the guy who's like who organizes the community board. I, I really can't say his name, so I should say like. Let's say his name is Shanine. Okay. So I'd be like, hey, Shanine, you know, Shanine has been very helpful. I really want to thank you, Shanine, for everything you've done. I over, overthink. I over, like, go, everything the community board has done has been amazing. They've done, you know, you've helped me facilitate this mediation between this restaurant. Now I just want to hold them accountable. That's really what I want to do. I want to show you that they haven't done what you suggested as a solution. Mm. And I think you should know who they are. I mean, you are the community board. And that, see, that's a little snarky when I say that. Like, that well, that I, mean, I got to leave out. But let me tell you, the other girl, she's white. And she's, this is mostly black women who are ho- running this community board, except for one guy. Well, two guys. The one guy is the head guy. But I told this girl, I said, don't be snarky. Don't be funny. I told her. And right away, she lost them. She started up. She goes, well, I went downstairs in my pajamas. I mean, you know, I'm in my pajamas. I was like, oh, you lost them. <laughs> She's like, by the way, when this meeting started, I mean, there's a thumping that's coming through the, it's like a thumping bass, you know, like karaoke. When you're, oh I was like, God. oh, my God. no. So the sister cut in real fast. She said, excuse me. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't mean to. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stop you for a second. And she was like, but I, I mean, I, I just need to get the No, no, I we we hear you. <laughs> oh, the dismissive. We hear you. Mm-hmm. We hear she you. She did the dismissive. We hear. Yeah, but they true. they cut into her time so hard. because wow. She was doing that thing where she was trying to be like, and I told Entertaining. her to. she's trying to entertain. I, so I, I sued um my old employer. I, I was a social worker and I got fired for um, discriminatory reasons. And I became a paralegal right after that. So my, I was, you know, I was months into being a paralegal and I sued my employer for backed unemployment for wrongful, wrongful firing. And I kept getting yelled at for smiling by the judge. Like I was smiling because I knew I was winning. I had all the facts. Right. And the judge, I mean, guess what color they were, but they were, they were like, they kept being like, stop smiling, Miss Brown West. Stop smiling, Miss Brown West. But I ended up winning. I won all my backs on employment. Oh, that's Why good. can't you smile? Yeah. What's wrong with smiling? I, they don't want to see Black Joy. That's what I think it was. Well, they don't want to see any type. When you're dealing with these cases, they don't want to see like, they want to just deal with the facts. 
So that's what I'm trying to do. Like I, I, I should have gone to law school because I really yeah, enjoy it's, this. It's such crap though. Cause it's, yeah. it's like, they say, yeah, we want to deal with the facts. And then you do, you go, Oh, okay. Critical race theory. Oh, no, not that fact. Mm-hmm. Oh, not that. Not mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, Marina, you're a comedian. Like they, they usually would have to pay to see you crack jokes. They should be allowing yes. you to just tell a couple jokes. There That's you your job. Yeah. They don't know I'm a comedian though. What? Oh no, they don't know. Huh. Unless they've, unless they've done their research. I don't tell them. Someone must have Googled you. I know. Somebody's Googled I'm you. sure. I'm, no I'm sure one, they found out. No one said anything. They're waiting for you to crack wise. Ah! The owner of the bar, you know, we were actually talking because we were coming to some agreement about, because they did, they did do some things that made the sound better in the back. Okay. So I will say they didn't meet me halfway. They just didn't do it in full compliance, which is really important because one thing always leads to the another, another thing. So them not doing it to completion and they've also extended the back area into a beer garden where there will be people oh, in it. That's more noise. And I, so that's why I know. And, you know, the owner, I had the comedy seller owner come and he was like, yeah, they're they're fucking with you, you know. But when I walked past his bar, we used to talk. And he was like, I was he's like, where are you coming from? I was like, I was just doing, you know, comedy. You know, the guy, he owns the comedy club. He goes, you're a comedian. He didn't know. Huh. Cause I ain't been funny to him. <laughs> mm, well, you know, this is like real. God, I look awful. I'm so sorry. I didn't put any makeup on. I apologize. I still have makeup on from last night. <laughs> but let's get into this while we're talking about this. Like this case with that yesterday, the guy was able to pick out. Oh, uh, right oh Yeah, yeah. He got to pick. Well, but that to be the the judge. That's what he does in his cases. That's what he's done in every case. Yeah, he's done that in other cases. So it's not. There's a history of him doing it. Other judges don't, but he, that's his, you know, if this, see, this is, this is why I I have a problem with people saying you can't smile. Now, how come this guy could do something that other judges don't do? That's, Mm -hmm. that's like his thing. I guarantee you when he's around other judges, he's probably bragging about it. Like, dude, I let the defendant pick through the hat. Yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> That's my, you know what I mean? That's what I do. <laughs> they pick these judges based on sometimes whether or not they often do celebrity cases. Like this is considered high profile, cele- in the news, mainstream. And sometimes you, they'll present you with a judge and they go, just so you know, the family does get to decide in a way. Just so you know, this judge He's known to kind of want to be in the limelight. Mm, you can tell by how he's acting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think the family got to pick on this. I'm not, don't quote me on that. I got to start saying that more often. Because <laughs> I say a lot of wrong shit. <laughs> What's going on, Mark? What are you looking at? Oh, somebody text me. Mark is probably getting texts from the last OG, which he is a writer on. Yay. Now, Mark, since I've seen you, You've been really busy. This the series is up. How are you feeling with everything? Watching it is one thing. Oh yeah, no, it feels good. I feel I, I like I like where it's going. Uh, I feel uh, I feel like it's it's grounded in our stories. And uh, Davine is freaking. She's awesome, and Trey is Trey. So I think it's it's good, man. So you know what I'm saying? Is it weird to see it come to life? Like I always wonder what that. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's it's weird because you just you're sitting there, you're writing it, and then. When you're on set, that's the second part. It becomes something else. 
You know what I'm saying? In terms of, it's not exactly what you wrote. You got to adjust to, in terms of the actors, in terms of what's going on in the environment, in terms of what's going on in the show, you know, certain things you just got to adjust to on the fly. And then you go to editing, which is like the third part. And then you got to put it all together for 22 minutes out of what, I mean, most of our pages were around 28. So you're cutting out six pages worth of stuff. So you got to see what it looked like. I, I like, I knew pretty much what it was going to look like. I thought, and even, even me, I was still like, oh, I didn't expect to see that part. You know, like it's one little part that I go, oh, well, they edited it different than I thought. Okay. And so it's, uh, so it still surprises me, but I, I like the way, I like what it's been done. It's been, it's, it's good. So funny too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. Yeah, man. So it's, Owen did a great job. Everybody on that show did a really good job of working. There together. was a community board meeting thing. I loved it. I, I caught the tail in. Oh, yeah, we did. I, we did. we did do a community board meeting. We actually did. I loved that. was so funny. Yeah. When she was offering. Um, <laughs> Pre-apartments. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah. She just, like, she's like, how about like everyone just lost their whole yeah, moral fiber. No, <laughs> and it was like four <laughs> apartments. They're like. Four free apartments. Everybody's like, yeah. It's like, all of y'all can't fit in four apartments. It's like, we don't care. <laughs> it was so funny. It's it was free. so perfect, though. Because that is what happens. Over time, you realize, like, everything you're fighting for. It gets lost. It gets, it gets lost. It gets lost. Yeah. And Trey was, the, uh, Trey was the voice of reason in there, which is cool. My favorite episode was that um, food truck one where it was like, was it a do the right thing? Do the right there? thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh do the right God. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's do the right thing. That's that my was man. so good. Saladin wrote that. My man Saladin. He now is the showrunner on Wonder Years, which is on ABC. Ooh, Ooh. I like the new Wonder Years. I think it's really good. Yeah, so funny. do I. I think it's I think it's great, man. It's great. That's right. In, that's right in Sal's uh, warehouse. I haven't been able to watch. You know, there's so many shows. There's so yeah. many shows. Oh, my gosh. This. There's really good TV out there. Oh my gosh. Yes. I and you know, everybody watched the last OG, but gosh dang it, Dope Sick is ridiculous if anybody has not seen oh, it. Oh, I started watching it, but I felt on? sick watching that it. That's uh Hulu. It's on it's Hulu. Hulu. Oh, okay. I, I used to, as you know, Marina, I used to be a pharmaceutical sales rep. So this is like the stuff they're talking about is stuff I saw firsthand. Wow. And I'm just like, and it's why I feel the way I feel about the pharmaceutical industry as a whole. Is, uh, well, I'm so glad you said that because that's why we put a couple of these articles in here. My 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 assistants are doing their jobs really thoroughly with that um, because I didn't know one of them is actually doing her homework. I, I'm like, I'm really proud of you, Kira. All right, Kira. She is because, um, you know, like you see how Pfizer will allow its COVID pill to be made and sold cheaply in poor countries now. Now, you remember I told you, Mark, we've been talking nonstop about the vaccine. And, you know, Mark has been vaccine. Has, you know, we've talked about you on the show and being vaccine hesitant. And Zainab has talked about, you know, we've had people on the show who legitimately have concerns about the vaccine. And we've had these conversations, honestly, it's no arguing. Right. We don't fight. I mean, except when Keith Robinson's on the other <laughs> line. But, you know, when I had my uncle on, he said, like, don't keep you, keep your eye on these pharmaceutical companies. Be, don't don't because they will do stuff. And I feel like this is an example of it right here. Because Pfizer announced a deal on Tuesday to allow its promising COVID-19 treatment to be made and sold inexpensively in 95 poor nations that are home to more than half of the world's population. 
The agreement follows a similar arrangement negotiated by Merck last month, and together the deals have the potential to vastly expand global production of two simple antiviral pills that could alter the course of the pandemic by preventing severe illness from the coronavirus. Nevertheless, there are serious concerns about whether this step will do enough to ensure sufficient supply of the drug for countries that continue to lack COVID vaccines. Like Pfizer's agreement excludes a number of poor countries that have been hit very hard by the virus. Brazil, which is one of the world's worst pandemic death tolls, as well as Cuba, Iraq, Libya, and Jamaica. I didn't know Jamaica was hit that hard. Yeah, me either. And my understanding is Cuba doesn't want any help. That's my understanding. They got yeah. They own. said that they have their own. They have their own vaccine, so they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think. And they vaccinated seventy percent of the country. Right. So. Well, having the vaccine and having this pill yeah. is two different things. Well, so. Cuba's on my tip. They're like, yeah, you keep your pill. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, though, like all the vaccines have diminishing effects and they're happening real quickly. They happen after six months. Yeah. So I got Pfizer. So after six months, I was only 58 percent protected. I just got my booster, but I'm going to have to get a booster at least every year. They might even shorten it. It might be every six years or six months. Um, So this pill is interesting, but I feel like they could make the vaccine more powerful, probably. And they're just not doing it on purpose because eventually we're going to have to start paying for it. I mean, in yes. America, it's still free, but. Oh, but somebody's paying. They, oh, yeah. They, they're getting, they getting, they getting paid. Trust me when I tell you. Yeah. Well, we're, they're, they're getting paid for it. But like my uncle was saying, they, got, they had a set fee. That's what they negotiated with the government for the vaccine. Now, if they make it stronger. Yeah. And that's why they're also not offering it to the um poorer countries because they still want to make their money that's what i'm hearing you know and this this pill that you can take obviously that's going to be a fee that's going to that's something that yeah. we have to pay attention is to. it modeled off a of prep i heard uh prep and pep like the what uh people take for hiv yeah it's like has that in it from what i've read Please don't quote me on this. <laughs> that's, that's the name of your, that's the name. That's the name of the show now. <laughs> Please don't quote me. <laughs> Please don't quote me on this. <laughs> but from what I've read, it's part of what yeah they use for HIV to make it sustain in your body longer. Okay. So that it doesn't just go away. Like the the number of days you have to take that pill, yeah. so that it actually is active every day you take that pill. I think there's like. 10 pills or something like that you take over the course of five days and it oh. keeps you f- out of the hospital. So you could take it at home. I don't, oh, so, huh. so wait a minute. So this new pill, is it going to be categorized as a vaccine? No, no, it's, it's, Oh really? Well, oh, I don't know. Well, this is where you, okay, so that's what, that's always, well, like, that's always been my thing is that in pharmaceuticals, uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but, once something is categorized as a vaccine, uh, you cannot sue the pharmaceutical company. So if something happens to me, to my wife, to, to whoever, I can't sue. I can't do anything. That's why some people are skeptical. That's why I'm skeptical because it just gives you no liability. So it's like you're telling me a company that I've seen cheat when they could get sued is not going to cheat when they can't get sued. <laughs> 
I'm like, but it's a pandemic. Just go, nah, Marina, money's money. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Money is money. Well, to Mark's point, remember when everything was going to be free? They told us like everything was going to be free because they just want to end the pandemic. They said that they were going to start the vaccines in Africa, which we all had thoughts about. So they didn't do that. But now it's like no, no countries can get the vaccine unless they're white countries and people have to pay. It's so so they're already switching the script, even though it's a a pandemic. That's the thing is where you do have. Like I said, my uncle was like, just because they're acting good now doesn't mean they won't act bad later, which. I that's that's a full. Yeah, I get that. You know, I I get that they were acting good for a little bit, but let's see how I think this is a good way to watch pharmaceutical companies and how they really behave. You know what I mean? I don't know. I went to the eye doctor two weeks ago because my other one who I should have fired anyway, because he was trying to sell me his book, his manuscript while I was in the chair. I was like, (laughs) what are you talking about? He's like, it's 20 bucks. I was like, what? What are you? I'm here to my eyes, wow. but I like I didn't get it. Use, you use your eyes to read this, Marina. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted to fire him on the spot, and I was good. I was going to get the joy of firing, but they called me, and they said, "We no longer take your insurance." Oh wow! And this was they just fi- out they, of the, they fired you. They fired yeah. me, but <laughs> because you didn't you didn't buy his book. I did buy his damn book. <laughs> That's the thing. I felt I was like it was already. In, it, it, you see the Egyptian thing above Mark's head. This is what the book was about. It had cartoons like, and so he was like, "Do you have a successful uh, black man in your life?" I was like, "Now you're offending me, okay?" Because like, <laughs> what are you trying to say? You know, I'm single. But the thing is, is he's like, trying to hit on you. Yeah, it felt that way. It felt it's yeah. like, and then he then he found out I was a comedian. He's like, and. Now you'll be able to see the back of the room and say, you can't heckle me because I can see you. I was like, oh, no. But the fact that they switched up on my insurance, like like right before my appointment, very important wow. appointment. I thought to myself, is this going on elsewhere? Is this what's going on with? And I went to the new eye doctor, which, by the way, Todd Berry recommended me to. And I told him the story. And he goes, welcome to our healthcare system welcome to it because i'm thinking about all the older people this is in harlem right right i'm thinking of all the older people who went to him who probably had maybe the same health care i had what are they going to do yeah you know it's timing is important when you have i have early on glaucoma oh no my grandmother has that yeah i have glaucoma that's why i have long eyelashes Oh, really? Is that a symptom of that? Is that something? Is that real? I never heard that I didn't before. know that either. The drops they use for glaucoma, a lot of girls <sighs> use cosmetically because right. it gives you long eyelashes. Yeah, rata- rastasis or whatever Yes, so yeah. I was using Does it. Does that work for your hair too? <laughs> no. Yeah, I need from my edges. <laughs> I know, Shoot, I I'm about some... to go out and get some for my edges. You know what I'm saying? I need some up here, kid. Let me, let me get some of them drops. God. Uh, well, it does, it, and it makes your eyes like I don't know if you see. It looks like I have eyeshadow. That's not eyeshadow. Oh wow, that's not eyeshadow. No, that's from the drops. Oh wow, that's I didn't know that. I thought that was eyeshadow. Thanks. Wow. No, it's just from the drops. The drops can turn your blue eyes brown too. So a lot of blue-eyed people don't like using it. Oh. I mean, well, they should get rid of those blue eyes anyway. Those make me uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Don't it turn your blue eyes brown. <laughs> but I mean, this is what's going on with our healthcare system. I don't know, Mark. So when you watch the show, what's specifically stood out to you is 
one of the things. Oh, it just, it's just, it's, uh, it's just an, I mean, I used to sell oxycodones. Uh, the show was about oxycotton, which was, and I mean, people used to tell me back in the days, like, yo, this joint is like heroin. And I was like, but that doesn't make sense. But I, and, and I, and this doctor once told me, he said, why don't you think you could, you can't even sample it in New York City. And I was like, why can't I sample it? And the doctor laughed. He said, dude, they will break in your car <laughs> to get to this drug. That's how addictive yeah. it is. Now, and on the show, yeah, I mean, this is giving it away, but it, it, you know, they sell it as being less addictive. 1% chance of getting addicted. Uh, they live most or less. That's how they sold it. By the FDA, the FDA approved the labeling that said it's less addictive. And the guy who worked at the FDA that approved it ended up working for Purdue Pharma. So this is this is the thing that this is the thing that I I go yeah I don't trust I don't trust the FDA I don't trust I don't trust I get it not trusting the FDA by the way that's why when you kept saying I'm waiting for the FDA to approve it I'm like but why yeah I didn't no I was that was just one of my excuses but I was like I don't even trust them I'm well, like, <laughs> once the FDA approves it you know you have to because the, the unions can no longer right. fight against it right so that's I'm from the generation that really got messed up because of the oxy crisis too. Like I lost a lot of friends because and they of that. Still, they yeah. still selling it. It's not like they stopped. <laughs> you lost <laughs> friends, really? Yeah, my high school friend list. Like, oh my god, just right down down the line, people I saw after high school and would like hang out with. All of a sudden, they were like addicted to heroin because of how freely doctors were giving out OCs to to children to their parents. And then, you know, it's easy to take medicine from your parents. Yep. Six, I, think, I think it was 60, the, the book I read, I think it was like 60,000 a year deaths or ODs for Oxycontin. Oh, my God. And Massachusetts was hit hard. Massachusetts hard. was hit real hard. And Purdue has paid, a, I think, a fine of $600 million. You go, well, that's a lot of money. But they made like $9 billion, so it becomes a drop in a bucket. And no, nobody goes to jail, Marina. Not one person from Purdue went to jail. Nope. They just paid some money. The and kept do, and kept doing business and that, yeah yeah doctors some some doctors went this, yeah this, is, this whole system is corrupt man yeah, this is what I'm, what I'm like and it's I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm just like I'm so bitter about it all but I do believe in vaccines I d- gotta say that and I do believe in this vaccine I am glad that I got the booster you know I was I was in CVS shopping and they just got me right on the whoa 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 you got you got it in CVS. Why? You think it's not the real thing? I'm just saying the CVS. You got it from somebody with a red shirt on? Get out of here. My mom went to a CVS and they spilled some of hers before they put it in her arm. This is what I'm saying, son. He was making $6 an hour. He don't give a shit. They did a good job. The girl... I do a joke. I say, I say, I injected you with some Lysol. You don't know what he's doing. I, I was like, I was nervous, but I knew other people who went... And told me that you you don't have. I'm having a hot flash. That's why my glasses are. You see my glasses fogging up. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> it's like I'll take mine off too. Solid. Like nonstop. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about vaccines gets me heated. Um, but no, it was like the. Uh, I, I knew I could get it done like right away. And it was like right there. Oh, okay. And it was like um, all you had to do is sign up. The girl was really good, too. She got me. I wasn't even looking. I was like, ah, hey, you're supposed to tell me it's coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, but she got me. But they, you said they spilled it. 
Yeah, they spilled my mom's. They spilled hers. And she saw them. My mom has a PhD in medicine, so she was paying attention. They, like, spilled half her vial. And this was for the vaccine, the her second Ooh. dose. Oh, my God. And so she knows exactly who to call because she works for the government in Massachusetts. She knows exactly who to call. They were like, no, go back and get another dose. And they hooked her up with a hospital appointment. So she was able to get the second dose twice. <laughs> they spilled it right in front oh, wow. of her and said, no, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I know my aunt works at like Walgreens and she said, you know, we ain't trained to do that kind of stuff. Thank you. That's what I'm but saying. But I, I, I did go to the CVS. The CVS was fine. Yeah. CVS, this dude don't even know how to load boxes, but he's like, yo, you want this, <laughs> yo, you want this vaccine? I got you. I got you, kid. Did you get the swag <laughs> bag? That was nice. They have like nice new swag bags now. <gasps> I do. They have like, they're real thick. They got the zipper. You get a t shirt and a hat. Anyone else? Really? Yeah, you, you guys didn't get that? Got, here's a question uh, What's up with this $100? Because nobody's mentioned that. It's nobody. No one's. There are people who've gotten it. I have. I know people who've gotten it. Who? I mean, third part, like someone told me their friend was like, that's that was the one thing that I knew someone. I think it was Jason Andors who told me their friend went and got the money that you knew people were full of shit. It's like, oh, really? For a hundred dollars, you're going to get the vaccine? Like, where's you really weren't like fighting a real battle then? Oh, because you want to get some Krispy Kreme donuts? Like, that's when de Blasio really gets on my nerves, by the way. He goes, oh, come on, folks. Who doesn't love a good Krispy Kreme? I will throw a Krispy Kreme (laughs) at your head. How do you know there were Krispy Kremes in New York until that? And I went to a comedy club and people next to me were drunk as hell, talking about how they were going to go get their free Krispy Kreme after the show. I was like, there are Krispy Kremes around here? I didn't know that. Also, they weren't vaccinated. They were going to do it after the show? Yep. They had their card out. They were ready. Drunk as hell. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the Stephen Saad, uh, or Saad, the chief executive of Aspen Pharmacare, a South African drug maker, said his firm would probably apply for a sub-license to make a generic version of the drug and aim to sell it for about $10 a course across Africa. However, he said he could not predict how soon the company would be able to produce the drug because as yet Aspen knows nothing about what will be involved in making it or what supply of raw ingredients is available. That scared the shit out of me. That's, this is the same drug that I'm talking about. The uh, pill that you take to reduce. How do the they not know what's in it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just tell me what's in it, what? son. That's son, what's in it. Yo, nobody knows. That's weird. Well, I don't like that. See, Mark, you have a legitimate argument because you really do want to know a lot of people who don't want to get the vaccine i like those jokes about i've seen you doing cocaine i've seen you doing (laughs) i mean that is real there are people who are arguing against the vaccine who put so many things in their body without knowing they do everything everything else they don't give a shit about now i eat ass but i want to know what's in the goddamn bags it's like wait a minute that's true i mean you see you you see them drinking like diet coke (laughs) you know or they go they they drink alcohol every day they don't they they're not vegan let's say they don't lead an alkaline lifestyle all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden they got these 
And and that was the other part that bothered me. It was like the people who said, I don't have a pre-existing condition. I'm like, have you looked in the mirror? Like, have you, I mean, I know we're all like weight sensitive, but have you stepped on the scale lately? Like that, I don't want to like shame people for being overweight. Yeah. The reality, the reality, reality. is it's overweight. Some of that pre-existing pre conditions exist in our body with, and we're walking around because we don't have a good healthcare system and we don't know what's going on. And you're like, say, oh, I'm doing good. No, actually, I had this argument with a comedian who like is overweight. And what I said to them was, I'm overweight. Like I'm technically overweight for my height. So, you know, you probably qualify based on that. I was I told them that I'm not technically obese, but I'm on the line. And then they looked me up and down. They're like, all right, I'll go check. I'll now, go I will say I got to put a disclaimer here. Like, I don't want to shame people who are overweight. That's not what I'm doing here. Yeah. Look, my sister was saying she was getting annoyed at all. And I was like, you're right. Like, all of a sudden, people were coming for fat. Like, they were like, oh, look at all the overweight people. Like, just lose weight. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying no. is be realistic about the fact that you haven't been in a hospital in here and you haven't checked your blood and you don't know and you are overweight and you don't know what's going on. So you mm -hmm. can't say you're not. Right. You don't know. You don't. Yeah, that's true. And if you got anything with and it is a pre-existing condition and it's not just a pre-existing condition because of the weight thing. I know people who are overweight who are way more healthy than me. People who are obese are way more healthy than me. It's because they're not treated the same by doctors, too. Like there's a bias, just like there's a bias for black people. There's a bias for people who are obese. So if you get covid, you may not survive just because the person who's helping you doesn't like overweight people. So oh, it's yeah. about that, too. So you just oh, look at you just segue into this other article so nicely. Should you? Uh, <laughs> thank you. You see why I have her back so often? I see that. She's uh, no, uh, where's okay. this article? <laughs> I see you. I it's see you. Uh, <laughs> the absurd side of the social justice, the absurd side of the social justice industry. Another great article that my young assistant has placed in here. This opinion piece details a document called Advancing Health Equity, a Guide to Language, Narrative, and Concepts, which gives a long list of terms and phrases that some earnest people have decided others in medical fields should avoid using along with their preferred substitutes. The piece suggests that while some substitutions are welcome, others seem obnoxious and presumptuous. For example, replacing vulnerable with oppressed. like saying like the elderly population, they're oppressed. They're not vulnerable to the virus. Well, obviously we know what oppression means. It's like, even though they're not synonymous, it's not oppression that makes elderly vulnerable to COVID. As the scholars Frank Dobbin and Alexandra Kalev wrote in The Economist, hundreds of studies of anti-bias training show that even the best programs have short-lived effects on stereotypes and no discernible effect on discriminatory behavior. Instead of training sessions, they suggest that employers should focus their diversity efforts on concrete mm -hmm. efforts like recruitment. Yes, they should. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the easy. That's too easy, though. Which one? The recruitment? <laughs> yeah, the recruit. That's too. No, nah, that can't be it. We got to do something else. We <laughs> they just don't want to do it. They don't want to have us around. Right. That's true. So, 
That's why we need our own black businesses. So segue uh, yeah. into like actually, Mark, tell us about uh, Blap. Blap. Oh, I know yeah. Blap. It's that app. Yes, it's the <laughs> app. perfect for the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Blap is a app created by John Lasseter, comedian. He hosts down at the cellar, and he's been all over the place. Um, but he created it during COVID, and it's basically as an app that helps you find other Black-owned businesses. So anywhere you are, anywhere you're located, you could open your app and find Black uh, businesses in your location, whether that be in New York, L.A., Alabama, wherever you are. Even it works in England as well. So we, uh, we uh, tried it out there. So it's, um, so it's great, man. It's a, it's a great app, and it's a way to support business. And when he pitched it to me, I was like, I already do that. You know, I already buy stuff from Black-owned businesses, so I had, but I had to find it myself. And this app just makes it a little bit easier, a lot easier, actually. So it's 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 a lot easier. And I think it's a it's a layup, man. If you want to support black businesses, get black. It's gotten better, too. I've been testing the app as, you know, yesterday, you know, something I do when I'm going to the bathroom. I look at my phone. Probably not a great thing to do. That's why I sterilize my phone all the time. Um, <laughs> but that I, I've noticed how good the app is. It's like I saw like places where like. Someone like me who doesn't like, I'm not like a fashion person, but I would like to have better options and go shopping in places where I live that are black owned. I found a whole list of places I had no idea that existed. There's a bunch that people know. Do you know I got, there's this small company in New Jersey right now because of the the backlog of the ships. They're kind of down, but I get my toilet paper from this, this couple in New Jersey. Bamboo toilet paper. It's better for the better for the earth too, and it's it works it's great. Good on your ass. But yes, <laughs> it's great. Can you drop the link in the chat for that? Like just what the name oh, of the company yeah. is, or or email too. Oh, email works. I'll okay. email it. Yeah, because they're right now they're they they got a shortage of supplies, yeah, so right. they kind of down. So I don't want to say their name because everybody be like, yeah, <laughs> and then, then they'll be like, where's the stuff? Are, oh, are they shortage? But even my 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 watch that I have on today is made by a black couple in virginia it's called tally and twine and it's oh you can't see yeah, it yeah it's nice oh wow is that nice yeah, yeah. yeah. Black couple. yeah so that's there they make it and they're in uh virginia and not too far from where i went to school at hampton university and and they're small little business but they make quality stuff and nobody knows about them unless you go look you know i go i go out and look for them so uh even my underwear i have on today i'm not going to show that um, you can if you want. We'll take a screenshot. Even that. Is, <laughs> even my underwear I have on today actually is made by, uh, it's called Champ Boxers. So they, uh, That'd be a great commercial for you and Nancy. Baby, the coffee I'm, I'm so drinking. Glad. The coffee, yeah. It's, the it's, coffee drinking. it's a Chicago French press. Yeah, see? Yeah. Black owned company. Really? Right. Yeah. So this is, just, this is just the way to help out. And a lot of black owned businesses, as, as we've said in promos, went under during COVID because, you know, it was very hard to keep your businesses going and they're small businesses, especially for small businesses. So uh, this is our way to helping them out, but this is our way also connecting people who like myself want to support these businesses. And you don't have to be black. You could be white, whatever. You could just support these businesses because they're good businesses. And uh, this black gives you a chance to do that. I think that's wonderful. That's why I put that article in about like, you know, going, you know, cause there's a shortage, right? the supply change that is right. happening. However, this is the thing that I, I got from this article 
Forget Amazon. The best gifts are closer than you think. And I think it's a great article because it's about like something I never thought about. This time of year, especially many bookstores carry beautiful calendars, planners, some with the local spin, irreverent socks, bumper stickers, vintage posters, mugs, pencil pouches, board games and jigsaw puzzles, T-shirts, totes, literary themed tea towels and, and oven mitts. All of it chosen with care by people who know their community. And I like that part. And I think that the idea of shopping, right? I often hate shopping, but I forgot that there is something that happens when you shop within your own community. There's like a, um, there's a social aspect to it. There's a big social aspect to it. You get to know the people in your community, the people around you, the people who own the stores. You get to talk about what's going on. All of that is really like important. Yeah, support those small businesses. They're, they're, they're right there in your neighborhood. Those are great places to get Christmas. I'm I'm the type of person when I go into a store, like I have these con- like the like the farmers market. They all know me. They know I'm crazy too. By the way, the one guy <laughs> <laughs> he told my he told Dave Juskow. You guys know my friend Dave Juskow. Oh yeah. yeah, he went with me to the farmers market, and the one guy was like, "Yeah, she went off on us. Like she was like really upset because some woman like stepped in line. I didn't even know that the guy remembered the story." But like I have these relationships, whether it be, you know, kind of crazy or not. But a lot of that is like I need it, like that social aspect. You know, I mean, if anything, you come out of the pandemic and you're like, you haven't been around people. I used to go to that farmer's market or places like that just to have the interaction, you know, and the more you do it with black owned businesses, the better you even improve their businesses by going in and telling them what you want. It's so nice to go in and have them know what you need. Right. right. It's great. And it's great, man. And I love it. I, I also told him to take off the business that's beneath me because they're not, they were on the list as black owned. And that's another thing. Have you found that Mark that a lot of businesses? Oh yeah. Me? Sometimes they, they, yeah, we have to see, we have to, uh, that's something that we have to go through too, to make sure that everything is black owned. But it, it, it's it's uh even though our app is up, it's still we're still working on and including more people. So, so many people are trying to get on now too as well. So we got to include more people too, and we're in the process of doing that as well. And um and John always talks about how many people want to invest. It's a it's like yeah, it's, amazing. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. A lot of people are interested, and it's it's just that's why I know it's a, a good. I feel it's a good idea. Um, but a lot of people have been like, yo, I want in. I'm like, okay. I went, oh. So it's interesting that people uh, want to do it because I just think it's a good idea, you know? So it's uh, it's 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 been great. Can I buy stock or how do I get in? How does Noye get in if she wants? Uh, you got to talk to John. Yeah, let me know. I'm, I'm a day that. trader. Are you that's really? Because I'm just day trader. <laughs> <laughs> you got that? That's the headset? Is that? <laughs> 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 Bit, uh, Bitcoin. I don't understand them at all. So please explain what the oh, heck a Bitcoin. Mm, I don't. Well, <laughs> to understand Bitcoin, you got to understand the black market. Unfortunately. So, oh really? Yeah. Because I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into that, and I'm like, I don't. I'm, I'm overwhelmed with information when it comes to Bitcoins. You got to invest in um the people who mine Bitcoin too. Like Riot Blockchain, they own the most. Bitcoin right. right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I invested in them, right? But Bitcoin. Yeah. Yes. And they, I, actually, yesterday they crashed. So, right now is a great time to buy Riot blockchain because okay. anytime the Bitcoin price goes up, they go up. Okay. Yeah. And I also okay. got in really early on Rivian, the new electric car company by the guy who used to work at Tesla. So, 
that's a Weirdian. good one too. Yeah, okay, email me. I'll send you some good. Investment. Yeah, oh, I may have to email you too because I'm starting. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get you in on that. Now that I have to yeah, I gotta, look forward okay, to ret- okay. retiring soon. That's right. Gotta get in that. Okay. Now there there are excellent reasons to respond to the supply chain crisis by buying nothing. <laughs> I just think that's a great way to show up for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that is a good way to do it it's too. like hey supply chain yo uh new at all for the holiday you could pass along family treasures instead plan a shared outing shop at a thrift store make donation to a nonprofit dear you to your beloved's hearts that plan would have the beneficial side effect of reducing waste at the same time and I'm not talking about modest amount of waste. The United States produces 5.8 million tons more waste in December than any other month. So according to the Center for Biological Diversity, so you can argue with your family that you didn't get gifts this year because you're saving the planet. That's right. Save the planet. Donate some money to like a good cause. Like, oh, the Innocence Project. That's a good cause. Uh, they get innocent people off of. Actually, today, the uh, the two guys who were accused of killing Malcolm X are going to get exonerated. Even uh, one of them passed, and another one is eighty years old. But they mainly because of the Netflix special. But the Innocence Project got involved with that, and they helped them to get exonerated. So they're going to be exonerated, even though they're. I mean, the guy who was accused, he's out, but his name is going to be cleared. He's 80 years old. Wow. And the other guy, the other, the other guy died. Mm. Um, and he said it from the beginning. He didn't do it. And the guy who did do it said they were not involved and they just was still jailed. So it's just, but the Innocence Project did that. So if anybody wants to donate to the Innocence Project, it's a great, great cause. And they help people who are innocently on uh, jailed, incarcerated, on death row, whatever. They, they help them for free. Oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah. I donated great. to them in 2020 during all the protests. Yeah, I, I donated to them before as well. I, I I found out about them through the um doing this show, the last OG. Oh, oh. Uh, so so I found out about them and it was like, yo, this is a really good. I started following them and I started donating to them. So it's a really good cause. That's a great Absolutely. cause for the holidays and and other people's names. I'm gonna do that yeah. for my whole family. Yeah, I think they got uh the latest case is Julius Jones. I think he's on death row and it be pretty. Everybody's like he's innocent and the governor's like. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a crap. It's like, come on, dude. It's like, it's like they had they made a little headway last month, though. Is that correct? Or yeah, well, we're coming down to the last couple of days right now. So I'm I'm hoping that this governor. Uh, I mean, if, if if everybody else is saying he's innocent, that alone should make you go, okay, we're not executing him. Let's discover. Let's see what's going on here. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sure if that was someone that looked like him, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it would happen. Yep. But you no, know, he's a black guy, unfortunately. Um, and um, this is what happens in our country. So is what it is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Whoa, what a somber note you just took us to. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry about that. No, I, I was going <laughs> to say, well, you know, to tie in some of the what this country is, you know, one way we can get people look at this Trump plans to sell his D.C. hotel. Former president. Dump. I can't say his name. I just hate saying his name. Former president. Dumb, dumb. 
has a hundred and seventy million bank loan coming due in twenty twenty four from Deutsche Bank. <laughs> Dumb from Deutsche, Deutsche, said- Deutsche Bank. <laughs> he said douche. <laughs> from this douche bank <laughs> for his Washington DC property, but in order to get out of it, is breaking his lease and selling the hotel to Hilton. While the Wall Street see, look at that. God, it's like I mean, he's always been bankrupt. He, I mean, his whole business plan is just to be bankrupt all the time. So, yeah, I mean, he's done it five times. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as he comes into office, they're like, "We know, we know, <laughs> you're filing again." Yeah, here we go. They always you know talk the about welfare moms being rigging the system, but look at who's really rigging the system. Yes. It's it's Trump who's rigged. When he does it, when he does it, it's clever. Mm. Oh, that's so clever! He did it five times. That's genius. <laughs> Welfare mother does it. Oh, she's just milking the system. Or, or um, let's say a mom, a, a black mother who wants her kid to go to a good school, has to attend jail for how many years? Did they they sentence one woman to so many years? I was like, are you kidding me? Right. Yeah, I heard about one that got five years for um, changing districts. Right, for changing the district. That's, I that's knew so insane. many people that did that in high school, where they yeah, lived in like three that. towns over, but they just wanted to go to our high school. Everybody, they still do it in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? It's like, come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. But. someone in my family was just throwing the trash out to prove they lived there. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, look, see, I'm throwing the, gr- the trash out. My kid could go to this school. Um <laughs> That's how, because, you know, they can tell from the garbage whether or not you're there if you're actually wow. a resident. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like tricks, man. Well, the oh Wall Street Journal reported that the hotel generated one $150 million in revenue over the four years of Trump's presidency. It doesn't appear that revenue was enough to cover the operations and interest payments on the douche bank loan. According to Forbes, the property has been struggling to make money for years. A report. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> Here's the thing that I don't understand. Like, I, I get what he does, which is I'm going to start a bunch of businesses. If it don't work out, I just go bankrupt. What I don't get, who are the bankers that's going, looking at his track record and going, yeah, let's give him a little loan. I think this one's going to, there's something, there's something going on where either they're getting forced to do it or something. He's got to end with some of these banks or something. And they started to dig into it. But I, I, I I got to believe that something's up. Yeah. Because there's no way you can keep getting loans if you keep defaulting on the loans. There's no, they wouldn't do it. Yep. I used to file bankruptcies. That was part of my job. And they do, a lot of businesses do it for, uh, they're tactical. They're tactical bankruptcies because they don't want creditors coming after them or they're being sued by somebody. So if they bankrupt one of their businesses, that money, that money can't be touched anymore from that business. 50 Cent did that. He uh, he filed for Chapter 11. So the woman who was suing him, um, I forget who it was, like he he defamed somebody, uh, this woman, and she was about to win. So he filed for Chapter 11 so she couldn't come after his like vitamin water money. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's protection. Yep. But I, but, but my thing is, if you, if the person keeps doing that as a bank, what do you? What are you getting out of it? Because you're, you're you're trying to make money. If mm-hmm. you know you're not going to make money, why are you why are you dealing with this dude? Because he's white. Because he must be. He, no, he's given something. 
It's got that. Thank you. It's got to be somebody in the back channel the is doing, getting is something. Somebody's called? getting something. Yeah, somebody's getting something. Because there's no way I would do it. I mean, look what it he did for like sense. Jeff Bezos and like the Facebook guy. I forget his name. He looks like a um. He looks like powder. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like powder. <laughs> he does look like powder. <laughs> but yeah, like he he helped all those people become even more rich over the pandemic. He really did. You remember that secret meeting he had with all of them? Really? I think oh, even right, Connie right, right. was there too. And all those people became like, some of them are, were already billionaires, but like Connie became a billionaire after that. All these people have way more money because of the pandemic. So yeah, he has, you know, he has all these back channel. But what's he, what's he giving them? My street. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to go to your community board. I know. It's just so loud. Like I'm, I apologize. <laughs> no, no. It is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, he's giving them, I feel like I'm. he's giving them, when he was president, he had a lot of power and he got rid of all these regulations. Um, he, I think he gave them um, information about the pandemic that only senators had also because a lot of their investments, they made very good investments on Moderna and Pfizer. Uh, Jeff Bezos knew exactly what to do with Amazon during the pandemic and I just think he's giving a lot of information. Oh, it's the information, information that made Martha Stewart go to jail. But, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, that info. Yeah. Okay. That is. What's that called? Inside training. Inside. Insider. Insider, training. Insider, yeah, insider. Yeah. Information you shouldn't do it, but. Yeah. But when you're president, apparently it's not a crime. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> Was it executive privilege? Yeah. Oh, I would love to see him. It's like John Laster was actually saying, like, I don't know. You st- every day you keep saying he's going to get arrested, but or was it Greg Rogel? Yeah, Bannon just got arrested though, so that's good. At least like now it's getting. Yeah, closer. but that's. It, did he get arrested? He got subpoenaed. Yeah, he got. He got sub- oh, yeah, he, he got, got arrested, arrested because no? he got arrested. Yeah, but he turned himself in because he didn't show up. Oh right, and that—that's a tr- That's a little charge. He's not. And he had a smirk yet. on his. He has a smile on his face because he knows he's not going to jail. So you need to get somebody some real time because I guarantee you they'll start singing. That's yeah. the thing I want to. I want to wipe off of these faces is that smirkiness. Even that kid in the—I can't say his name—who was picking his jury. Oh, Rittenhouse. Or Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. I, I purposely Kyle. don't really know his name because I don't. I have to say, like, we just had Christina Greer on the show. And she says this, I don't follow these cases to preserve my sanity. And I know some people really do follow the case and they can tell you like every little detail and I just can't do it. Like I get physically nauseous following cases like that because I know also the information they're disseminating uh, on TV is after the fact a little bit. And it's like some of them is information we're not getting all of the information even though they show it on tv so i reserve until like the final you know verdict verdict thank you that is coming out and then i just go okay what happened but that little smirk that kid has on even though in his little fake crying Oh, oh my god. Awful. That was awful. He should get a Razzie for that. Yeah, one. right. You know, the Razzie the Razzie <laughs> Awards for the worst acting. The worst acting in a in a murder trial. The way he was looking <laughs> at the jury. Oh my goodness. He's like <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys believe me? <laughs> Still fun. horrible. Now we are going into the holidays. We're past Thanksgiving. This episode will be out after the holidays and Thanksgiving. So um 
How do you feel about the holidays this year? Do you do you think you'll be able to successfully celebrate with your family? Do you feel, you know, like this gloom over the holiday holidays? Do you feel like you need to? Well, I, I kind of enjoyed. I got to say, I really yeah, did but, enjoy last year. Even though you went by yourself, what would you do last year? Oh my god, it was amazing. I liked it better too. Just making the whole. Thanksgiving dinner for myself. I delivered some to my little brother. It was yeah, amazing. I like that. I loved it. And it was, I don't know why I'm whispering. <laughs> right? <laughs> because it's like, I'm telling the whole world right now. But it's like, there was something about the pressure not being there. Right. To get to people. And like, being forced to just focus in on me that day. Thanksgiving was great because... I mean, I was sad initially because I do love Thanksgiving and I was like, how am I going to do this? Do I get some cranberry sauce? What do I do? And I remember FaceTiming Vaughn and she was like, I'm just going to sleep the whole day. And I think and I remember I, call, I called her. I said, did you cry? She's like, I did. I go, oh, no, oh I'm here God. for you. Yeah, I just checked in with people, you know. Yeah. But right. um, for me, it was just like, this isn't so bad. No traveling. Because I travel. Yeah. I know you, Mark, most of your family's in Brooklyn. You're here. Yeah, well, uh, Jersey. I go to Jersey. And I'm going out to Jersey again this year. 18 people are coming in. So Whoa. it's going to be it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Now, are they all vaccinated? vaccinated? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, everybody's not vaccinated. We got some, we got some, we got some holdouts. Uh-huh. Oh, no, Mark. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. What are you going to do? Well, are they going to wear a mask at least? Yeah, yeah. My family mask up. The unvaccinated in my family are more protective than the people who aren't. I, I find the people who are vaccinated are the cocky ones. They're just walking around like, yeah, I'm just going to kiss people in the mouth. I'm like, what, I have what's wrong that. with you? I that, I'm I, vaccinated. I'm like I, I'm kissing people in the mouth. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? Because <laughs> I'm vaccinated. <laughs> well, they actually say they're like... um. Should you go to Thanksgiving dinner with your unvaccinated un- uncle? Well, experts we help make the decision. Experts, they're not making your decision. I got to say, can I make a comment about this article? Yeah, because I read This article, I, I felt like it was kind of unnecessary because it was. Yes. They did not sound like experts. They were just saying the stuff that we all say all the time. It's like, well, I guess if you <laughs> maintain a social distance. But really just go with your gut. I think the last paragraph was like, go with how you feel. That's not an article. What is I, that? I, I, I thought the same thing. When I was reading it, I stopped midway through because I was like, this is common sense. But you got to understand, people don't have common sense, Noye. Yeah. The, as, yeah as, obvious, now, right? as obvious as this article is, there's been so much misinformation that this article, as I was reading, I was like, who doesn't know this? But there's a lot of knuckleheads out there in Mark's family. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I just found out most of my family that lives in the South. So, like, we're Nigerian, so, like, all our families in Nigeria. A lot of them aren't vaccinated either. Um, we have family and... How is the, how is the, how is COVID in Nigeria? So, it's it's been relatively low, the numbers, but they've been having spikes. And... People just are not concerned with getting the vaccine because it hasn't really been like it was in other countries, right? Which, you know, perfectly sane, intelligent people in my family are just not getting the vaccine. I think only one of my uncles in the South, uh, he lives in um, Alabama, oh, no, no, Georgia now. He is the only one vaccinated. And he has, his kids aren't vaccinated. 
Um, I don't think his wife is vaccinated. He has like three kids that live in Alabama also that are not vaccinated. Yeah, I, I I've gone down to Georgia twice, and yeah, I know they I prayed not God. only are not vaccinated, they don't even they don't even put their mask on. They're yeah. like, yo, <laughs> they're like, yo, we good. I was like, yo, y'all are jumping. It's crazy. I was I was invited to the wedding for one of his kids, um, and it was after I was fully vaccinated. But I still didn't feel comfortable going because I had a feeling that a lot of them were not vaccinated, and I was right. It turns out I was right. So there is a very visceral. Like I have a reaction in my body when I see people acting like this. It's just like I'm because I see COVID even when I put my I put boxing gloves on this morning and I didn't have my hand wraps and they weren't my boxing gloves. And I looked in the glove. I said, COVID, you in there? <laughs> you in there, COVID? But it's like, I seriously have like a react, like my, there's people in my family too, you know, that like they, they call me COVID cop and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you know, my sister can't get vaccinated like your wife. You know, she has lupus and she has. A- no, no, my wife wants to get vaccinated now. She's just like, she's tired. She wants to go out. And but can she? she? A- well, she said the doctor said she, she can. One doctor said, look, get the first shot and we'll test you to see if the antibodies stick because because of the, the medication she's taking for the lupus. So she's going to try to take one shot and then see. Wow. So it's it's just it's, it's tough. tough it is. It's tough. So, and nobody talks about the people that they can't that, get that it. Yeah, can't get it. So what do they? Yeah, Guillaume, to people with Guillain Barre also can't get it. Yeah, they just yeah. can't do anything. So it's like, what are they supposed to do? Nothing. My wife can't go. But anywhere. your wife like, is not is doing what she's supposed to do. My sister be all over the place. I be seeing. <laughs> she went. She went to Texas. When when Texas didn't even want to be in Texas. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I have to take these photos. I was like, they had an ice storm. They like ain't nobody going there. Wow. But she I, she calls me COVID cop. She said, Marina, please stop. I saw her. We were we went inside of a place and I saw the mask underneath her nose. I said, if you don't pull that mask above your nose, she's like, Marina, stop. I was like, look, you can't get this. You have lupus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so that's my thing is like, okay, if you if you don't want to get the vaccine, at least do the right thing for yourself and your family. You know, it's like, you know, I, I think there's fatigue and that's real. But if you are someone that has, you know, lupus, you have you can't get tired. You can't, you know, I got, I got to stay, I got to stay on her in a very sneaky way. Cause they, they hate when I talk that but the whole family be look like, here she come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way with the animals and their family, like the dogs and stuff. Like someone was like, what, why y'all got this? And my sister, be like, Shh, Marina is here. Don't, <laughs> don't talk about the dog. <laughs> But it's like, it's like, I don't know, you know, that exhaustion and people who really just, it's not real to them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's tough in your own family, man. I, I don't know the answer to how you help people to at least do the protective measures in your own family. Your family does that right with the protective measures at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We do. Everybody wears masks and everything like that. And they, I'm sure that we all are. We're going to a restaurant and we're going to be 
uh, in our section and we're, everybody's going to have their mask on and stuff like that. But I know, well, I know my sister, she's, she's not vaccinated and she's always very careful what she does. So it's, and she's, uh, that's what she does. And she's a teacher. So she gets tested every single week. Isn't it mandated? Yeah. I mandated, thought you yeah. can't go to a restaurant or teach without. No, in Jersey. This is in Jersey. Oh, they didn't in Jersey. The same... can... oh. No, yeah. not. in Jersey. She had the option of getting tested. And my, my sister has lupus as well. Oh. And, and so she gets tested uh, once a week. Okay. So, or, so she gets tested every week. And she's around those kids, so she's really careful because oh, she's no. like, you know, kids are like, oh, she said this, so I just gotta, I gotta clear the desk every day. I'm cleaning. I'm. She's like, she's very on top of it. You know, my you know, niece sneezed so. in my face. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> my niece sneezed in my face, and I started. I was sitting on the couch. I had my mask on. My sister was like, "What are you doing?" I go, "Look at this one. She's sneezing in my face." <laughs> and, but you know what's cute about her? She does know how to do the proper. Um, oh, that, yeah, that thing, she that, does yeah, it yeah, into her elbow. That's there you go. That's the and way she's to do four. It. That's the way to do it. They teach him. Man, my son used to do that as a kid. He used to be like, <laughs> he did too. I'm like, all right, Mateo. He's, he got dripping on his elbow. <laughs> go ahead, Noye. What were you about to say? I cut you off. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I heard Mark. I was like, oh, she wasn't talking to me. <laughs> um, I was saying that now that you can't fly. Without being vaccinated, I think my family will start doing that because how are they supposed to go to Nigeria? You know, so Uh, and two of my cousins in in London are vaccinated. It's just one of my aunts isn't. So hopefully she'll get vaccinated, too, because you really can't. They're not letting people fly anymore without at least I think you have to have one dose at least now. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think at least one. Yeah. There's some people doing this thing with they're getting vaccinated, but they're not. Have you heard of this? What do you mean? Where they like what your mom? Oh, they just get the card. They get the card. They have the person shoot it into the like what your mom went through. They like just spilled it on the ground. They wow. air they air shoot it or something. Uh, oh, so you gotta have an inside person to do that. Yeah, that's a what? Yeah, like, you gotta have it. Like who's shooting it? Their, their friend or something? Yeah, I who's guess. Yeah, it? it's people who just. I mean, people will find ways. That's why this. Oh um, yeah, no, trust me. We had prohibition. They found ways to get liquor back then. They will find ways to get around this shot. That's why I'm staying vaccinated. I will. I, I'm running to every. I've, I know there's like six vaccines. There's actually a total of 10. That's the one thing I didn't know. America's news is so central to America that I didn't know that other countries were making their own vaccines. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely. a Val Nueva, uh, I think is what it's called. I got in early on their stock, too. So. Are you really a day trader? You're really legitimately are. a day trader. Right I have now. to talk to you. Are you serious? Okay, I gotta talk to you. Okay, no, I gotta, I gotta seriously talk. To yeah, you. like you I have, know. you have to get in on stuff before it becomes right. Yeah, like GameStop yeah. was was yeah, the GameStop kid. was the thing. Valneva, they were um, so they're they're it's a new type of COVID vaccine, and it's out of Spain, I want to say, and they just got um approved by the European Union. So they're going to start using that. It's a different type of vaccine. It doesn't use um, the same science as the available COVID vaccine. So it, they're marketing it as an alternative for people who don't want to get vaccinated, saying that it's safer. But I, I mean, you already know that <laughs> that's it's the same. It's probably the same thing, but it's an mRNA vaccine, just like the rest of them. But yeah. So what do we feel about with kids getting vaccinated, Mark? Because now Mateo is how old now? 
10. Ah, man, I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm not. I, I think a couple of his kids in, in his class got vaccinated. He asked me the other day, like, can I get back? I'm like, yeah, we got we to wait a little bit. We gotta, oh, he wants, so he wants to. He wants to just because he wants to, you know, he wants to be able to play. He feels like once he does it, he can play soccer and he wants to go back to being a kid. Well, yeah. don't you want to get at him? His, my sister said that it's up to her. My niece is 14. She said it's up to her. He's 10. I'm, it's up to me. So <laughs> my five year old nephew, he got his shot because he wanted to go back to doing karate and things like that. Yeah. So I, I get it. I totally get it. Now, now, how does it work? How does it work? Does it is it one shot or they get two to little? It's shot? two shots, but they're they're smaller than the amount that right, we get. Than yeah, that, right? so it's a lower dosage, but it is two shots, and they're gonna have to get boosters also. Yeah. Now, Candace Owens went on a thing comparing push to vaccinate kids to Hitler youth programs, saying in her latest. I'm sorry, I really hate her. (laughs) I can't. She she hates her. So, but you got to understand who she is. She is. She's trying. She's playing to a crowd. Whatever that crowd says, she's going to play to that crowd. But she lost them. She referred to Hitler. Yeah, she she's a house Negro. She really is. But she is she uh. You know, because before before 2016, she was adamantly against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And then once he won, it was, hey! <laughs> well, she knew how to make side. that money. Right. And it's all about, it's so anything she does is motivated by her making money. So I just look at it like that. Marina, you've seen that in comedy. So many people who are actually, you know, registered Democrats are all of a sudden these right-wing comics now. Yes. Oh, who? Who? A lot. I mean, we would name names, but we got to work with them, so... Oh shoot! There's a lot. Okay, yep. okay. Send on the email to him. Send on the email. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. You could see it during the pandemic. You just watch the Instagram page and see what they, how they post and how they. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Oh yeah. No, I saw. I saw a couple that I was like, "Well, come on, son. Come on. I know you." It's very tribal, which is why I didn't. I I I tend to not really follow Chappelle too because I feel like even Chappelle is. Is 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 doing a sort of tribal thing with his last special because he's like tribalism for comedians. Like comedians, we're not all on the same page. No, we are not. <laughs> no, we're not. And to we think really that we are, because he want, he said, I think he said jokingly at a party, he goes, you know, I'm your leader, right? Oh yeah, I was at that party. You were at that he party. Did say that. And I take all that. See, whenever a man, sorry, Mark, but this is a female podcast. Okay, no. But whenever a man starts talking like that, my antenna goes up, my red flag, and I start thinking of Jim Jones, all that stuff. And I go, no matter how funny he is, no matter how much I really like this person, I got to be careful as a human being that I'm not falling into this tribalism and I'm not following the Pied Piper down the wrong path exactly and i think a lot of people don't do that a lot of people don't check themselves it could be even the kardashians by the way the kardashians have their little minions right that follows down their little path it's like i don't follow no one exactly i just don't whenever you start talking about this is you know influencers my god this is how we got trump it is i know it is basically God, I'm brilliant. Sometimes I hear myself. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, and she- modest. <laughs> Don't forget modest. <laughs> you can follow me, though, here at Friends Like Us. Yeah, follow Friends Like Us on Instagram, Twitter. 
But this is what she said, just so you know, for our listeners who don't know, in her, her latest unhinged diatribe, far-right misinformation, Firebrand Cannons Owens has compared the effort to vaccinate children for COVID to youth programs run by genocidal dictators, Hitlin, I mean, Hitlin. <laughs> Why was that so funny to me? I combined, I combined Hitler and Stalin. I was trying to get to the end oh. of the sentence. Hitler and st- that would be a sign if you have a white friend and their dog's name is Hitlin. You should know they combined Hitler with Stalin. Don't trust that motherfucker. (laughs) So after the CDC approved the Pfizer vaccine for children's age 5 to 11, Owen said that encouraged kids to get vaccinated. Something that has been done for decades for a variety of illnesses appeared to have an undercurrent that was evil and sinister. We can always look to history, she says, to see where these things come from. On Fox News interview, adding that it reminded her of when she studied Stalin youth programs, Hitler youth programs. When you are talking about schools and the government issuing these brainwashing doctrines. So, like, it's so, like, funny how, like, now Trump was doing this. Yeah. He literally was following Hitler's game plan. He really was. Mm -hmm. There's something about this that feels like a child predator. Do you feel like that, Mark, in a way? What's that? This vaccine being pushed on children, do you feel like it's kind of, I do feel like to take. I do feel like it's kind of fast in in the sense that um, we don't know what's going to, we don't know what the ramifications of the vaccine can be on children. And that's, that's my concern. And I'm like, yo, let's wait and see. Can we, can we hold up? Cause it seemed like the children are holding up pretty good. They got strong um, autoimmune systems. So because of all their vaccines, they get like 50 vaccines before they're five. Not all, but I know they do. It's, they it's, hold up, but they I, can I keep it going. That's the problem. Yeah, um, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on a fence with this one. I, I, I get it, though. I don't, I don't think it's, I, you know, I think her rhetoric is absurd because that's what she does. She just wants attention and likes on a post. And that's, just, that's how she get them. Just mm-hmm. by saying something that's absurd that people be like, how could you even say? Because that's that's why she's saying it. So you can go, how can you say that? And so I just I don't even a woman that, that continues to press her hair when it's clearly unhealthy. We can't trust her. You know what I mean? Like she's still <laughs> getting relaxers and her edges and everything is sprayed. That's you can't trust this woman. I'm sorry. She puts heat on her hair every day. You can tell. But she is appealing to what Mark is talking about. Like, I do think once you start telling parents what to do with their kids, ah, you know, like that I empathize with in parents in a way because yeah, I'm like, tough. that's a tough one, you know, tough. because these are their children. And even if their parents are wrong, they have a right to be wrong with their babies. The only problem is this is different because it affects everybody else. Like, measles you know like in the you know orthodox community they had a measles outbreak you know and what do you say to this thing that vaccines are not new we used to vaccine children i remember getting vaccinated in school and no one there was no arguments mm-hmm. right yeah and it was new it wasn't it was fairly tested in the same way i believe like chicken pox vaccine was it a lot was when they had to first give the chicken pox vaccine were people as hesitant during that time? No, no, I don't think I don't think they were. I think see a lot a lot of things happened that changed in that 
there came a time where they started giving a bunch of vaccines at the same time. So mm-hmm. they'll give you like three, four, five of them at the same Yo, get all of these right now. I'm just like, what? No. Like they tried to do that with my son. And I was like, no, we're going to space it out. We're not going to just have it in one. And they started doing it. And a lot of people started pushing back on that. And that's what a lot of people discrepancy became. It became like, I don't want my kid getting five vaccines at the same time because it might have a, an effect on them. That's right. And and some people say that that's, you know, that it, they, they say that there's a spike in autism, which is debatable. I was just going to bring that up because there have been very, like, there have been a ton of studies now that show autism is actually a nurture disease, not a nature disease. And it's because these babies are not getting enough attention and care when they're young. Like a serial killer? Like, attention like it's, and it's, care? It's a, it's like a, um like a handling there have been a lot done i don't know that it's like it. they're they're proving now that it's a nurture disease not a nature that disease. is that is not it well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here to i'm well, here to say as a person article. who has a kid bring the article i'll send the article you gotta bring um, articles you gotta bring facts to mark or mark will just no because i'm just saying yeah. i know i know people who got two kids one that's or has on it's oh, on a spectrum yeah. and one that's not mm-hmm. and they're both treated the same so so what's the nurture difference in that there might have been nurture different like maybe the mm. they're close in age maybe one was younger and was getting more attention the older one developed autism because they weren't getting the same amount of attention there's so many factors young parents yeah i don't i don't I don't agree well, with you that. Well, you can't right. say you, you don't, don't agree, agree with, with it. it. You got to like... No, I'm just saying it's, it's from my experience. My, my experience. That doesn't mean it's not true, but what I'm saying is from my experience. I don't... The... the It was interesting because it was shown in the article that it coincided with both parents working, like both parents going into the workforce, which became very popular around the time autism started to become a noticed disease in medicine. And they're saying, oh, okay, that makes sense because there wasn't just a parent with the kid all the time. They're at these daycare centers where they might not have even been held all day at those daycare centers. Well, my ex-boyfriend needed to be held more. That's for damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, somebody didn't hold this nigga. Sorry, I don't don't usually say that on the show, but shit. I was like, somebody did not hold you, motherfucker. Damn. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's funny because I do watch, I watch my niece. And I do see that that those ages between like infant and four is so imp- so crucial. It is. It is. It's, uh, I mean, like you can't skip a beat, really. No, you cannot. You cannot. Because I see her. Yeah, they will. They will go. My son will run into that. I remember when he was little. He ran into the street. It turned for two seconds, and he was. I was like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, what the heck? It's that fast? I'm turning for two seconds. He just whoop. I'm like, I'm like, dude." It's so hard. It's, oh, my niece it's is so aggressive, too. She's like, my sister said, she goes, it seems like she's been here before. And she knows this time she ain't got to pay rent. And she's hanging out like she got it good. Like she's like, a, like she could hear her old woman. Mind, like, like, I ain't got to pay rent this time. I'm going to sit here and watch TV and just eat these Cheetos, <laughs> you know. But she's she's very she's fearless. Like the way she does things. I'm like, yeah, have you been here before? Like, how do you know this? And sometimes she gives me a look, like, look, TT. And the way she cries, the cry is like, a, she watches me to see if I'll respond to the cry while she's crying. Yeah, babies do that. And if yeah, I yeah. don't respond to the cry, it becomes a very anxiety 
Yeah, cry. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get your attention. I'm like, hey, problem. wait a minute. I saw that early cry. It was a test. What are you doing? But um, yeah, she's funny though. This my little my little niece is so adorable. I uh, what I do. How how old is she? She's four. Oh, that's yeah, that's a cute. And name. I have made sure that she knows who I am, which I'm really proud of. Because that's why I'm saying these years are crucial. Like when I used to FaceTime with her, she used to kick the phone because she didn't know who I was and she didn't care. So I had to be like a cow, like, you know, on FaceTime, you could be like an. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. right. So I would be a cow (laughs) to keep her attention. And now that I've gone there, I took her to like this beach house out in Michigan City, like past Chicago. And she remembers that. So now when I FaceTime with her, she goes, TT, I want to come to your house. I want to go to the beach, TT. And she'll play with me uh, and she knows me. So it's really cool. However, when I was there and I FaceTimed with Vaughn, not to bring Vaughn into the story again, (laughs) she got really upset that Vaughn and Vaughn was like, hi. And my niece went. (laughs) She like stuck her tongue. And Vaughn was like, oh, no, you better get control of that. That's going to be a bad She doesn't want you to have friends. She wants to be the only one. That's right. It was she really wants to be the center funny. of attention. Anyway, um, well, I don't want to keep you guys too long. This has been a really great conversation. I'm glad that Mark, you are finally vaccinated. You know, yeah, man. let me know know what happens with your wife if she. Yeah, no, she's anything. gonna go in. I think we're going in tomorrow. So Ma- make see. sure she does the Pedialyte the night before to stay hydrated. Oh, right, 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 right. I gotta get some. I'm gonna get some. Tonight. It's super yes. important that hydration you right. got has to be electrolytes. It can't just be. Well, I, I, everyone always tells me I drink so much water. Well, I use coconut water. Coconut water has natural yes. electrolytes. Yeah, thank you. And, see, um, thank you. What is the other one? Did watermelon juice, too. Watermelon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I made an electrolyte drink for my booster. I did. I made uh, it was like salt and um, orange rind and orange juice with like a lot of water. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it worked, too. It worked. Yeah. Although I did get I got the um, swollen gland that symptoms. Happens. Yeah. I didn't get that the, the first two times. That's why a lot of women really have to space out their mammograms after they do Wait, the shot. What do you mean swollen glands? Under your arm? Yeah, yeah. I got a swollen Your lymph notes. Yeah. It looks oh. like um, breast cancer, so you have, to be wor- you have to be careful, you know, that you don't have to be worried about it. So. Mm-hmm. It did that to me, too, a friend of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to just, it, it's part of it. This part of this whole thing. Hey, I'm 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 full vaccinated. I'm in for whatever's gonna happen to me in seven years. I'm okay with it. I know. I hope I grow like I don't know, maybe bigger ears. Mine are too small. I found out. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my um. <laughs> I don't know. I hope my wisdom teeth grow back. I don't know. I hope something pulled. Yeah, out. I did. I got mine pulled out too. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you both for joining me today. It's been a really great conversation that's going to keep the holidays going with a lot of fun. I hope you guys are being safe. Uh, Noye, tell our listeners where they can find you and friends like us. Oh, okay. Um, you can find me on my website, noyecomedy.com. And everything's on there, N-O-N-Y-E, comedy.com. And with friends like us, you don't have to listen to Candace Owen. Ah! We're the we're the good black people here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Ah. Mark? All right. All right. Uh, you could uh, check me out at Mark Theobald. That's M-A-R-C-T-H-E-O-B-A-L-D on uh, Instagram. 
And Lasso G on TBS, Tuesday nights, 1030. Also, download the app, Black, B-L-A-P-P. It's a black app to find black business wherever you are uh, in this country and in England as well. So, so uh, check that out. And with friends like us, you don't need to go to Thanksgiving, <laughs> right, Marina? <laughs> no, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can just hang out with us. Yes, that was great. And that's it. Thank you. And Marina Franklin here. Just go to my website, marinafranklin.com. And don't forget, it's hoodie season. We got friends like us. I have, I'm wearing currently the XB large hoodie uh, version. Nice. This color is really good for you, Noye, actually. This is a good color for you. My niece and you are the same. My older nieces and you are the same. So I, if you want one, just let me know because I have these. But definitely get your merch. Go to marinafranklin.com. And with friends like us, you can see Marina Franklin on the last OG too because I'm in an episode. Yes, she is. Episode nine. Check Check us out.